14. What? Episode 14 <laughs> of Outsiders. My name is Julia Curtis Burns and I am your host. And today I'm joined by Sakia Dorset, who's very, very tired after doing lots and lots of film stuff for our premiere that's coming up. But this is the life of the artist. You got to keep working. So, Sakia, what do you do? Digital, film, podcasts. Um, and right now I'm doing film. That's the medium using. So I am a filmmaker and my new film, The Revival Women and the Word, the feature documentary. Woo! Woo! What, what's up? What I'm calling the sisterhood of the queer traveling pants. Um, <laughs> there are no pants involved. Actually, there are pants involved. Oh, that's scary. Whoa! Um, <laughs> but there's a, it's a really fun documentary. I'm calling it a poetry rockumentary. I um, love that rockumentary. Rockumentary because... It has amazing poetry, amazing singing from B. Steadwell in there. Um, love B. Steadwell. Shout love out. Love B. Steadwell. And it also um, has uh, just this whole travel vibe. So it's a road trip doc, um, which really provides for a lot of fun. Um, we get to see a lot of places. Uh, we get to hear a lot of voices. Um, I really like it. I'm, it's growing on me. <laughs> so how long did it take in between releasing the revival and like starting to actually film, how, how long was that process? Well, the filming process of the movie was not very long, right? That was fast because we just had that time frame, the nine days on the road to film with the women. Um, but the actual getting it off the ground is another story. Uh, we, start, we finished filming in 2012, which seems like ages ago. And we spent almost half of 2013 fundraising. Wow. And... Um, if you're doing a Kickstarter, God help you because <laughs> it is such a soul stirring. Just uh, you just need like another six months to recover. So that I spent what <laughs> I I spent I spent a long time just recovering because you have to think about it. Like we made a trailer, we did all the promotions, we did all the graphics for it. You know, it was like crazy calling people, begging people. Uh, we thank every single person that gave from the dollar to the $200. It was so grateful and generous, and that's why we're here um, later. So I would say the actual post-production of it took about a year, and then um, it was just like a year tweaking. You know, we took our time with it. We didn't have a lot of money, so I had to ask for a lot of favors. Um, a lot of favors. <laughs> and I thank every <laughs> single person that... Oh my God! Oh, it's like a blessing to make a film is a blessing. It truly is a blessing to make a film is a blessing. It it's a lot is. of work, and I congratulate you. That's awesome and it's I amazing. You. I thank you. And um, when you say we, how many people are in your team? We had we started off with a pretty big team, um, and it's also a labor of love because in every city we asked another person to help us. Um, so the team was really big and it was really grassroots. Mm. Um, but right now I think our team is pretty tight. It's Iyani, AKA Jade Foster and myself hitting the ground to promote it, to show it. Um, and asking our gracious actresses, uh, that were in the film, can they come out to do a Q and A? So the team has shrunk from, I don't know, maybe five to now two. Mm. So the team's tight. The team is really tight, but I'm really appreciative. Tight but solid. Solid team, That's man. That's right. Listen, <laughs> you have to... Making a film is no joke, and promoting a film is no joke, and then trying to distribute it 
is no joke in film festivals. So you need someone that's really got your back. Um, and that's what I can say with uh, Iyani, a.k.a. Jade Foster. She really is there. Mm. She's in it for the, she's in it to win it. And um, a lot of times when I was kind of like, I mean, no, we can, uh, let's take a little, she's like, um, so we are going to be doing X, Y, Z. And I'm like, okay, call you tomorrow. I'll have a cut, you know, so you really, like, you need a motivator because it it gets tough. It gets tough. It does. And it's the same thing with, like, being an entrepreneur. It's always great to have a business partner, a co-founder, right? Because sometimes you can be caught in your own kind of zone and it's nice to have someone else to say wake up we gotta try this or we have to try that or just to motivate you you need a village yes right when they say raising a child takes a village you need a village for films Mm. and that's the only way films get made um unless you are like really badass and you are your own motivator and you can shoot right and everything other than that you're calling in favors like that's just the reality of the of the game but you are a badass um, that is what people have told me that I am a badass. Yes. That has gotten me into a lot of problems, but um, problems. I'm trying to be less of a badass. What do you mean problems? Do you, do you care to share? I just, I, you know, I just tell it like it is. Mm. And when people meet me, I don't think they know that. And only if you really know me, you know that I tell it like it is. Otherwise, <laughs> you probably just think, okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I've gotten problems from being a badass, but it's all right. When you say tell it like it is, it just do. You, are you saying that you're direct? Very direct. If I don't like fakery, and if I don't... Fakery! Fakery is bad. <laughs> if, if I like you, I will talk to you, and I love you. Mm. And if mm. I'm there for you, I am there for you. Like, I am looking out for you. I am going to turn up to every event you have. I'm like the faithful, faithful person. So that's kind of my personality. Well, it sounds like you're real. I'm, you know, I, I hate to use that word because now it's kind of turning into like know, a reality folk. But, but meaning, okay, meaning, <sighs> like the J Lo's. Yeah, I'm real. No, no, okay. Well, I mean, authentic and genuine. As a I person. am. I try to approach situations with as much genuineness as humanly possible. Mm. And when people don't give me that same regard, that's when the badass comes out. <laughs> And what is your definition, Sakia, of a badass? Badass. Um, bold, confident, uh, really skilled and talented at what they do. Um, yeah, that's a badass. I love that. Yeah. I love that. And sometimes, you know, women, we don't want to own our badassness. We like must it's, own it. It's like too much to have that power. Now, unless, like, you can't be Kanye, right? Like, no. <laughs> you are not more influential than Jesus, whether he's real or not. Mm. You have to be humble with it. And that, that's the thing, another thing. Like, if you're a badass, being humble is even better. I don't like the people like, yeah, I'm a badass. I, I know such and such. And you're like, oh, but you're just not, you're just a little douchey. Mm. You get mm. to that douchey. Like too cocky. Oh, I don't like the cockiness. Mm-hmm. So I think mm. there's a there's a fine line, and I definitely feel like women need to be more confident in what they do. You know, so many people are like, well, it, uh, maybe, well, this is... No, you've got to, like, nail it. Right. This is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to get it done. And it's like, by any means necessary. Yes, Malcolm. That's right. And... <laughs> We also have to own our place and take up as much space because that's what men do, right? 
men come into the room and they don't they may not know anything about film mm. and they just get behind the camera <laughs> and they're like we got this you know and you're like oh okay yeah that's what you need to do gotta just do it you just gotta own it just gotta own it. it own it do that's it right so could you tell us a little bit about your career path in terms of how did you get involved in film from the beginning well i'm a baby filmmaker right i'm not i mean i've been working in the television industry for a very long time right. um but when it comes to film this is my first feature doc you know i learned a Congrats. lot Congrats! yeah i learned a lot making this doc um, and I've made some short films, so I haven't made a feature narrative. So I'm just kind of getting started. So when I talk about my film career, um, <laughs> you know, it is so prolific. No, not really. You know, it's just getting she started. She is hilarious. <laughs> it's just getting started. But um, in TV, I've been working in TV. I've worked at pretty much every single cable network for NBC in every single capacity. Mm. Like I worked in graphics, I know everything there is to do about graphics. I worked in production coordination. I know what it is to budget a film, to shoot it, to, to... I've worked in editing, writing, producing, so I know how to edit, write, produce, promos. I know how to pitch to marketing campaigns. I know illustrate, like, I know that stuff. So like in terms of, in terms of a career, TV has really been my bread and butter marketing TV shows, mm. um, that side. And now I really want to transition into being a full-time content creator. So, you know, with marketing, you get the program and you, I guess, recontextualize it, and give it a new message for an audience. And with film, you're making stories from scratch. Um, so that's what I like about nonfiction filmmaking. Yeah. And um, I'm actually doing an MFA in nonfiction filmmaking now at Hunter. Um, I'm going to be doing my thesis at the end of the year. And um, I just love... I love creating from scratch, so I'm excited to do more of that and really hone my skills. And um, you know, what do you mean? What What do you love about creating from scratch? Why is that something that you get excited about? Well, I mean, it you know, making film, making things from scratch is an art. You know, just mm -hmm. it's like a blank canvas, right? You approach the canvas, you choose your colors, you push some paint around, you add some texture, maybe you're going to want to do a collage, okay? So you add some paper, then you add some buttons, and you just keep... And that's what it is with film, the same thing. It's like, okay, I have this story, mm. and the story is in one form in that page. And when you shoot it, it's in another form of the page. Mm -hmm. And then you edit it, it's in another form. Mm. Like, you keep... At every stage, it's a new step for a new creation. You know, what you write sometimes... It's not what the final thing is. Maybe on set you change it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, how it's edited is not the same order. You can change the order. You can slow things down. You can speed things up. So I think that's, like, the exciting part of film is just being able to use all the tools that you have to create this new piece of work. Um, and that's exciting. That's why mm -hmm. I like that's editing cool. so much and shooting so much because I keep creating new work. Mm -hmm. And so... Is the film, kind of the film industry, your ideal work setting? Or do you want to kind of go between still working in television and doing your own film projects on the side? Or what do you, what do you want to do? Well, you know, primarily, I just want to tell stories. Mm. So however someone wants to pay me to tell a story, <laughs> I am... Pay her! I'm ready to tell the story. That's it. Yeah. And... I'm just looking for great characters and I'm just looking to, to find them. So if it's in documentary film, sure. 
if it's me creating my own characters, which I am starting to do now and working on a narrative script that I hope that I'll send to the Sundance Labs and accepted, you know, putting that out there. <laughs> yes, you will. Um, I want to do that. Okay. So it really is about telling the story. And that's the thing about it. You know, with this new digital world, it doesn't matter where your story is, right? Netflix has films and TV shows. Mm-hmm. You can sell both to Netflix. You can do both. Um, so this whole idea of going to the film industry, like a lot of my friends are like, you should move to LA. And I'm like, ah, I just need to make, I just yeah. need to tell good stories. Yeah, My story's going to find the audience no matter if I'm in Portland, Oregon, Alabama, it's going to find. Mm. It's going to find its way out. So I just want to tell stories. Yeah. And how did you get involved in the revival? Like, What brought you to that? Is that an original script or an original idea that you created? or? Well, you know, I met Jade, who's now known as Yanni, a while ago in 2000 nine and she, at the time she was doing a smaller open mic called black church morocco and i mm. went there because two girls that i was following talk about following a story i was shooting them um they since broke up sadly but um the group broke up but it's i, I followed them to jade's place and then i got into this whole new world of like spoken word i mean i wasn't a big huge spoken word fan i mm. read poetry um but you know I had just come to New York as well, like only four years before. Wow. So I was very new to New York at that point, And I was in Queens and I just moved to Brooklyn, you know, so I'd only been in Brooklyn for like a few months when I met um, Jane. In fact, I don't even think I was in Brooklyn. No, I wasn't so in Brooklyn. I was still in Queens. Queens. So this whole world of this Brooklyn spoken word was like a whole new world mm-hmm. for me. And I just kept in touch with her and I went to the revival the first time and that's when I decided, I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. Let me try it out. So in tw- 2009, I tried to make a revival doc um, by going on the road. But I was... With I, them. You, you with them. You did that. I, but I only did two cities at that okay. point. Okay. And I just, I felt like it had legs and I felt like it was fun. And from there, all that footage that I captured for the first one went into funding the second one. Mm. Um, and that footage has been used... tons of times to fund the third one you know it just kept keeps going so to fund the third one as in the third film no no no, the the third third third, um, revival revival okay so it it's i've been working with her for a while now and this is kind of like the culmination i feel of that Mm. work yeah Mm. so Mm. it just happened i went on this this tour and i was like you know what we should do we should film this tour and she was like okay what does that entail and um yeah. I didn't have enough money. I did not have enough people that, you know, was making it happen. So the fact that this is like the miracle, this film is a miracle that it's here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I have to give it to Iani Jade for staying a part of it. And also to our editor, Patrick, who really pulled it together. And then since then, I've been adding in the flavor because I said, you know, he was a PBS documentary mm-hmm. editor. So he gave it the structure, and then it was kind of like, okay. And then I had to add in all the little funny parts and stuff that only black people know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, so that was, that's where, that's how far it's come. So it's, it was a while. What does it mean to you to be a black filmmaker? Um, hmm. Well, I definitely probably identify more with being a queer filmmaker probably mm. first. Uh, I am black, yes. There's no denying it. But I want to tell queer stories. 
And the reason for that is there are not enough. Mm. I have watched all of them. <laughs> Every single lesbian film I have watched. Every Every single one? Every single one. Okay. Better Than Chocolate, Incredible Adventures of Two Girls in Love. Like, you, if we yeah. go down the list you got of it all. Watermelon Woman, like, I've watched them all. Mm. Um, Campbell X's film, Stud Life, like, I've watched it. I love it. that film. It was great. And I love that it was based in London. I love Campbell yes. X and I love the... It was great. Um, so, we need more. We don't have yeah. enough, you know? I mean, black films are getting made. Mm. You know, I think... It's coming. But we still don't have enough queer black films. We don't. We don't. Pariah. I'm still holding on to D. Reese's Pariah. Oh, I like, loved it. Like, you know, I need the, we, we need like an anniversary box set where yeah. D like talks about the film at this point. Like, yeah. I'm holding on to that still. Yeah. Like, ugh. That was a beautiful film. It was a beautiful film. Beautiful. And the first time we got the funding. Mm-hmm. That's why it looks so good. That's so why beautiful. it's so, so well together. Like, we got the, we got the chance and since then she's been incredible you know she did Bessie recently mm-hmm. and got a DGA I mean wow like we are moving forward and we need more queer black filmmakers to mm-hmm. move us forward because our stories need to be told and that's why I'm here doing the work that I'm mm-hmm. doing I love that so, so if I make a black if I make an in quote black film and I'm doing the quotations if I'm making a black film it's gonna have a queer character in it mm. I'm not leaving out the queer character. So in terms of identity, would you say that queer is a term you feel comfortable with? I don't with? care. You don't, I don't oh, care. Oh, you don't care. I really don't care. What does that mean? I mean, it's just, we always say we want to be, oh, let's think out of the box. You know, don't put us in a box. And then we put all these labels and put ourselves mm-hmm. in a box and all that stuff. And I'm just like, I don't care. Call me whatever you want. Just don't call me a bitch. Okay. That's about it. Okay. Queer. Lesbian. I'm a little bit on the fence about Dyke. Eh, I'll take it if you want to call me that. That's fine. <laughs> She'll I'm take little, it, but she's really like I'm a same gender loving, womanist. You t- like, just go down the list. Whatever identities you want to throw on there that I'm around. I'm like, yeah, sure. Okay. But I'm not like, please don't ever refer to me as queer. Queer is horrible. No, queer is fine. That's, <laughs> queer is freedom. I can be... That means mm-hmm. that... Queer is freedom. Quite honestly, I mean, if there's a trans man, I'm queer. Yep, let's go. Mm. There's a transgender woman, I want to... Yes, let's go. Mm. There's a gender non-conforming person, I'm queer. Yep, let's go. I, you know... So, you're, so you like queer because it's sort of... I think it's oh. I think it's all-encompassing. Um, you know, it has a lot of more... I don't want to say white roots, but it's, you know, that's why there was same gender loving, mm-hmm. you know, that we embraced as a, as a people of color community. Um, but I'm fine with it. I'm yeah. fine. And I don't want to be boxed in. You're just like, you are who you are. Yeah. I mean, if you want to call me bisexual, sure. I find <laughs> men, I find men attractive. I've never touched a penis, but I find them. All a, right. I find them attractive. <laughs> Sure. I mean, who knows? Down the line, maybe I'll be like, oh, I'll try. Who knows? Who cares? Let's just break out of that stuff. Right. Yeah. Right. right. It's not about that. It's more about who no. you are. No. I mean, if you're transgender, yes. Like, I get it. Yes. I get it. I totally get it. Hmm. But other than that, let's, let's do this. Hmm. I like gender non-conforming, though. That's kind of cool. Why do you like that? That just says, I'm not here for your bullshit. If today I want to wear she pink. didn't prepare me for all this cursing, talking about <laughs> BS and 
the P word. Listen, if if <laughs> if you're if you know if it what am I saying? I forgot now. A general performing. You know, if today I want to dress like a boy, good. Tomorrow I want to wear heels, good. I want to put both on side by side together, good. Hmm. So that's kind of cool too. I like that. I like G- that. That you gender fuck it up. Yes. Do it. I like that. You know, I, um. Sometimes and, I'm really girly, and some days I'm like soft butch. Yeah. And how do you feel about that? If I may ask, in the terms dichotomy of, of being both. Yeah, it's great. Have it's a performance. Femininity is a performance. Masculinity is a performance. <laughs> it's all a performance. Which 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 one would you like me to perform today? Mm. Sure. So you, you feel comfortable, really, in any sort of presentation. It's any about presentation. how Although you feel heels are, that day. Heels are, just, heels are just painful. They are. I love women in heels. I do. But heels are painful. And when I wear them, I have pain in my foot. But if I'm going somewhere nice and I want to have that beautiful calf muscle. Yes. Get it. Get it. I'm going to get... Gonna put those heels on. Look fly. Yes, you are. But very rarely, it has to be a. I mean, it has to be the event has to be so special, (laughs) like someone getting married. Then I break out a heel, and it could be like a two inch. Is it like a heel for two hours, and then you bring your shoes in the bag, like your comfortable shoes? No, I can rock it. I can rock it. I can rock it. I can definitely rock it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Awesome. So, if there was a young person who was interested in getting into television or film are there some key pieces of advice that you have for that person key piece of advice yes definitely young person let's say person of color because that's really what let's say that yes i mean there are advantages of course we know about privilege and we need to have that conversation right Mm. it is about who you know people need to stop lying about that (laughs) people need to stop lying and saying Work very, 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 very hard. It's going to be great. Hmm. That's a lie. You could be a black person and go to Harvard, and if you did not network at Harvard, if you did not network, if you do not have a network, you will not find a job. Hmm. You may find a job. It'll be okay. But you won't get in. You won't be in. It's about networking. And you should be networking from the first day of college. Hmm. You need to find who is doing the best work. Look at that person that's doing the best work. Not the person that's smoking the weed. That's for the weekend. Okay? That, that, you know, that person's on the side. <laughs> I'm talking about oh. you're going to leave college with a job. You need to find the people that are doing the work and cling to them. Mm. So can you talk to... Because I think... Cling to them. I think networking gets thrown around a lot. So what does networking mean to you for a young college student of So color? networking is not, oh, I heard you work at NBC. I... I <laughs> Hi, hi, hi. No, 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 no. It's really forming genuine bonds with people that are like-minded. Mm. Because that's really the bonds that are going to last longest. So you can, you can go and network with all the people that you want to, but if you're not forming bonds, if you didn't find uh, something that is commonplace and, and that you like that person and you really like that person, it's not going to work. You're not going to be able to send that email when you see the job at NBC and say, hey, you know, there's a job there. What do you think? Because you didn't form any bonds. Right. So it's really about bonding, and that's why I said from day one. Because you can't just be networking at the last minute. 
Yeah, be like when you see the job application. Yeah, like oh, oh, who who do I know that it works at NBC that can get me in? No, 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 no. That's not how it works. You have to form bonds with people naturally, like people, and I think that's what with me. I naturally enjoy people. Mm. Um, If I like you, I actually like you. Like if I call you and say let's meet up for coffee, it's probably not to network. It's actually like I like you. We're going to meet up for coffee. We're going to have a great time. We're going to hang out. Like, that's what it's about. And I think that that's a really good point because networking has to be about that first. Yes. It has to be first about, I like you. We have some common interests. And yes. I like to talk to you about yeah. those interests. Yeah. I mean, that's And not like, I like you. Give me a job. Absolutely not. That's <laughs> not going to work. And also, people can see that fakery from a yeah. mile away. Yeah. You know, they can see that. And that's what I come back with being, like, direct and real. Like, they can see that fakery. Yeah. That's true. No. You can't be like, oh, hey, and then you, and then you met me once, and then you sent me an email. <laughs> like, that's not how it's going to work. So, networking, what else? Um, honing your craft, which I'm, like I said, I'm a baby filmmaker, still holding, honing, honing my craft. Read everything, know everything, know who's who. Um, in, you, your, in, in your in your in your industry, okay. you know, honing your craft. Like I was telling you, I, I just got this Sony A7, and yes. I've been working with the Canon for a while. Beautiful camera. It's a lovely camera, but I haven't worked with the Sony camera very much often, quite honestly. And um, I got this camera, and I'm like, okay, I need to take it with me, and I need to start working with it. That's what I do. So you can be versatile and know exactly. how to work with different types of cameras. Yeah, you need to know how to work with every type. So are there some books that you have read um, that have really helped you or make you just excited about TV and film? Um, the Year of Yes is the most recent one that I've mm-hmm. read. Um, and it's by Shonda Rhimes, you know, the mm-hmm. all-powerful yes, Shonda scandal, How to Get Away with Murder. Um, that's great, and that's why I said yes to this podcast, mm. right? Mm-hmm, she did. I'm like, every, t- every time, literally, this year, every time someone's asked me, I'm like, sure. That's all I say. Yeah, you say yes, and, and I find out details now. Yeah, that's awesome. That's and I awesome. think that that's a great, that's a great start. Mm-hmm. You know, you just never know where the opportunity is, and so many people, like, shut it off, like, oh, I'm not doing that because you don't have five million followers. Or, <laughs> I'm not, no, I can't talk with you. You're not even in my circle. But it's time for that shit. You understand no, what I'm saying? No, you never know how no. one interview yeah. or one meeting is really going to bring you forward. Yeah, definitely. I say say yes. Get to know as many people as possible. And don't be on a high horse. Like, mm-hmm. everybody is important. Mm-hmm. Every single person. Mm-hmm. And that is something I learned really early on. I had an intern that was at USA Network at the time when I was working there. Amazing lady. And every time we had an intern, I would get to know them, find out, you know, who they are, what school they went to, what their interests are. Because I really was interested in, like, giving whatever advice I had as my little baby boomer. You know, I just had, like, I've only had this job for two years, but I can give you some advice. No, let me give you some advice. Little intern. Um, and I got to know all of them. And now she's, like, a production manager at BT. And I asked her for a job the other day. You never know. And she was like, I love Sakia. She's so great. When I was at USA Network, she was wonderful because I was wonderful. Like, I was naturally, yeah. I was naturally great. You are wonderful. I am wonderful. That's yes. right. The, whoa, that was a Connie moment. No, 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 no. Taking all that No, back. you are. <laughs> She's great. No, but you, everybody's important. 
And that's that's how I see it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. smile. You know what I have trouble with? When I first came to the United States, I would smile at people all the time. And I think people thought I was crazy. And then in the lesbian community, when you smile at people, they yeah. think you're trying to pick them up, yeah. which is annoying <laughs> as all hell. Um, I am so taken. I am not trying to pick you up. I'm literally just trying to connect with you as a human being. And I've been trying to do that more because I really have the New York face sometimes. And What's so, the New York face? Well, you don't have the New York face. You're always, every time I see you, you're smiling, right? I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah, you're pretty much smiling. But my New York face is like straight, like cut you with a knife type situation. Mm. You have that. Like, don't try me. Don't, tr- that, don't try me Don't face. try me. And we don't need don't that. Don't ask me for directions. Yeah. Well, no, I love giving directions. <laughs> people i can't I, so you have it, a face but you like yeah yeah, yeah. i'm like, like i'm giving you this face but i'm still welcome but but guess what if I, i'm giving the face but if i see you showing with that map i'm gonna help you out i'll come up to you and be like what do you need exactly with, and that's what usually happens um <laughs> but within our community like we need to we need to get off of that mm. we just need to smile at each other like we need to look each other in the eye and just smile and so going forward from today what is today's date Today's the 22nd. The 22nd. I'm going to be smiling at people. Don't talk no foolishness, but I'm trying to get with you because I'm not. I'm just going to be smiling way more often. And yes. Trying to look at you in the eye. Shake hands. Make Sh- contact. Yeah. I mean, a hug is a little creepy at first. Yeah. Let's talk first before the hug. But. But maybe the handshake? The handshake's good. A smile. Just a simple acknowledgement. Yeah. You know, the blackhead nod. I love that. That's my favorite thing ever. Every time I see it. Let me see. Let me see. Hey, brother. Yeah. You just give a little jerk. Slight, she has a really good head nod. Slight, it's, slight real, it's real subtle. 45 like. degree angle. Mm. Kind of. You want to do it at an angle. It's real quick, too. Yeah. You don't want to kind of do this too much. It, it, That's too much. Yeah. You're just going <laughs> to. Yeah. Love the. Love the. Acknowledge black people, people. That's true. Acknowledge each other. Acknowledge black women. Black women are scared sometimes mm. to acknowledge each other. I'm mm. on the train platform and I'm like. No, 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 I did not see you. I did not see you. No, I did not see you, black woman. No. Hey, hi. Hi, how Smile. are you? Smile. Nice sweater. There you go. Give a compliment, but be careful with that. People I mean, yeah. Be, yeah you know I mean, goes. you know how it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know how it goes. Yeah. Okay. Any other pieces of advice? Those are all fabulous. Um, no, no more pieces of advice. I'm just okay. happy to be in a position where I'm showing my first film, and hopefully this goes well. We're doing a run with... Sister Cinema, we Ooh. are going to be at Sarah Lawrence on March the 30th. We're going to be at the University of Maryland March the 2nd. Mm. Um, what about in New York? When, when can we see you? Man, I'm trying not to put on a screening myself. I'm trying to get us into a festival into okay. it and let the person do it. Okay. It's just a lot of heavy it's lifting. It's a lot of work. It's a lot it's of heavy lot lifting. Of because, I mean, if we have a New York screening, people are going to come because most of our fan bases in New York. Yeah. So we know that people are coming, but we want, we want like, blah, 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 blah. We're like, we're presenting the film. Then we're like, oh, that'll be great. What is the most exciting thing that you learned while you were filming the revival? The most exciting thing I learned while filming the revival? Good people are invaluable. Hmm. There's a reason why Spike Lee only works with the same DP all the time. DP means? Uh, director of photography. There's okay. a reason why Martin Scorsese only works with the same editor all the time. Once you find someone that works, 
keep them. And when you find someone that doesn't work, don't keep them. Do not do it. No matter how, yeah, don't do it. Find good people and keep them. So I have a really amazing person I'm working with now, which I'm so super stoked with. And I hope that we can continue to work together. You saw me working with Michelle. Mm-hmm. So I, I have people that I'm like working with now that we're producing like magical shit. And that's what I want to put out, like more magical shit. So can you tell me about the other magical SHIT that you're working on? I did curse a lot. My mother's going okay. to be pleased with this. Can you cut those curses out? <laughs> no, I'm leaving it. This is an awesome conversation. Yes. <laughs> Um, you got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm, oh God. Where or is it like under wraps and you can't talk? About I don't, yeah, it. I don't even want to talk about it right now. I just like to do it. Okay. Talking about it is just no use. Let's okay. just, let, let me just bring it out, and, we'll, and we will see it, and we'll put some of her contact information or her yeah, website, Twitter, in the notes. Insta- definitely friend me on Instagram. Okay. I'm here for the Instagram friend. I love people. If you're posting a lot of selfies on your Instagram, no. Don't, don't friend me. I'm here for inspirational quotes, inspirational um, photos, cool photos, all of that stuff. But don't friend me if all you're doing is selfies. That's too much. <laughs> you can't handle that. That's not No, you. I don't like selfies. No. Not unless they're contextualized. Mm. Like if you're like taking a photo of yourself at the MoMA. Okay. Hey. I got you. I, I see like that. The moment. The moment what's, cool. what's that artwork there, you? Oh, that's cute. You just in, so, the, so in the, the bathroom with a selfie? No. So the purposeful selfie. Purposeful the selfies. Selfie. Yes. All yes, right. Yes. All right. But not like, my face is beat today. Hashtag slay. No. <laughs> slay. Yes, Beyonce. Yeah, no. Not interested in those Instagram posts. Mm. So you said you're not originally from the United States. No. Where are you from? I'm from the Bahamas. I was born in the Bahamas. I went to school in the Bahamas. Mm. And I came here for college. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Are you, so are you New Yorker going to here to stay? Or I'm going to be you... staying in New York, yes. Okay. No, no. For no, the no, rest no. of my life, probably, yeah. Oh, so you love it. I love New York. New York is a very weird place. Like, I, I uh, recently took down, like, serious roots in Brooklyn, right? Like I, I feel like I'm the only one who doesn't live in Brooklyn. I bought a place. I'm staying. Oh. Like I'm in Brooklyn. You brought a brownstone. I brought a place. Yes. Yes. So, awesome. um, I love New York, but it's too dirty. It's too uh, noisy. It's too noisy. Excuse me. I'm a born and raised New Yorker. It's, it's of course it's a little dirty. I mean, we have it, so then you so, so you've many seen the people. Dirt. So then you've seen the dirt then. Yeah, I mean, you know. I'm just used to it. I just want to let you know, I saw a film from Norway. Um, so clean. I never, <laughs> the streets were, I mean, I would eat off the street. It was so clean in Norway. I was like, dang. I just went to upstate Woodstock. I know, what do you, what do you think it is about New York that makes it so grimy? I don't know, but I'm, I'm kind of, I'm already, it's weird. I'm over it, but I like it. You like it, right? It's, it's the so rawness. strange. It's the rawness. It's like a bad, bad relationship. Like, I want to break up with New York. But you can't leave it. But I can't leave it because... The love is There are some moments of magic. Mm. There's a moment... Like, I saw Alice Smith on the train. Wow. How can I... Where am I going to see Alice Smith on the train? I went to the Audrey Lord. I met D. Reese. What? Like, where am I going to do that? Like, how am I going to do that? Wow. It's only in New York. It's not going to happen. I'm not going to be in Portland, Oregon, and these things. Alice Smith will not be on the train in Portland, Oregon, unless she has a show in them. I mean, that would be, like, real serendipitous. People live here. I've mm. seen so many celebrities. I've talked to so many people. I've met so many interesting folk here. 
Um, the art scene is great. I love the queer scene mm-hmm. here. Um, it keeps morphing and changing, of course, which is good. We need it to keep going. Um, but it's it's great. Um, but I also like DC, too. I love DC. I love DC queers. I love the DC community. That's, like, there. the only other city that That's I That's really the only like place I, I live would there. actually live. Yeah, shout DC. out to DC and the DMV. Shout out. Those people yes. are so real in the DMV, man. I love that. I went, <laughs> I went to the be- The revival after party was the best party I'd ever been to. And yes. I've been to every single Brooklyn party here. Well, every single one? Well, not every single one. So, you know, when I was young. Yeah. Now I'm old. I don't do parties anymore. She's not even old. I don't do parties anymore. It has like someone. The only way I'll do a party is Mercy Lane is spinning. Yes, Mercy Lane. If Mercy Lane spinning, the party's gonna be boom, boom. boom. I gotta go. Or Sassy Black is spinning. I'll go. Mm, shout out. Yeah. So one of the things that I always like to talk about in this podcast is what makes you innovative. Innovation is something that. I like that you brought up this innovation yeah. question because technology is moving so fast. And that's why I say when I talk about storytelling, like I want to be able to tell a story in virtual reality, like using virtual mm. reality. I want to tell a story in 3D. I want to tell a story with text messages, which I actually just engaged in a text message game for Black History Month. It was really interesting. A text message game? Yeah, this this game, it um followed the little little rock. It was a little mm-hmm. rock. Um, and you would they would send you a prompt and you would answer it and they would send you the other part of the story. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to tell a story through every single medium possible. And the only way you know about all your tools is if you are educated on them. And if you go and try them out and just do it. Mm-hmm. And so innovation is the ability to be bold and take risks, even when it's not kosher. Because, I mean, I can, I can take this and shoot, the, shoot with someone with this all the time, but, like, where can this end She's up? saying this camera yeah, she's camera. holding up and shoot um, someone with. I could do a Twitter. Like, look at that Twitter story from um, that girl this year, the stripper. What's her name? Remember the stripper Twitter story that everybody, even Ava DuVernay commented on it? And it's going to be turned into a movie now. Oh. It was a full story, all in tweets. Awesome. So you gotta, you have to think outside the box. And also, I think when you have a character, you have to think, oh, is documentary the best way to do it? Or should I do reenactments with this person? Or, oh, maybe I should do a Twitter story with this person. Maybe I'll do the story all in photos. Mm. All in iPhone photos taken by the person. Like, I want to get that nuance with it. So that this documentary features like the start of, yeah, I'm out here. Hey, meet some people type of shit. Hmm. I'm trying to do crazy stuff in the next few years and take advantage of every single bit of technology that we have um, as much as possible. And that's what makes you innovative. I like that. Yeah. I like that. So what is your spirit animal? I hate spirit animals. Well, come on. No, I'm not a spirit animal. You don't ever have a no. spirit animal that no. resembles you? Absolutely not. That's a crazy question. <gasps> That's a crazy question? She's crazy. She I don't know. Don't ask me about no spirit animal. I, I mean, I think about What's that all the time. What's your inner spirit animal? I'm a lion. Raw. No. I feel like I'm a lion. Or you a are? bird. Yeah. No, I don't have a spirit animal. No. No, no spirit animals, yeah. So if you could do any other career... Like your alter ego. I would career. be a DJ. Yes, I can see that. I can see that. I love music so much. 
I love, love, love music, and I love dancing. Mm. So fusing those two things together would just be amazing. But I don't have time to be a DJ right now. I Like, if I wanted to be a DJ, like, I wanted to go to DJ school. I want to know my tempo. I don't want to be, like, putting on a song and then they'll <laughs> cut the song off and go from a slow song to a fast song. No! That's those horrible DJs. You know, I'm trying to get to the Mercy Lane level. I'm trying to be mm. throwing it down, mm-hmm. spin it around, remixing. Oh, you know? Put Remix. A, put a rhythm on this and move a lyric this and da, 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 da. Yeah, I'm trying to do big stuff. But DJ, I'm going to work on being a DJ next year. I think that that's an awesome thing to work on. I would love on. to be a DJ, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. It's a really cool vibe for that. Oh, cool. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Is there a mantra or a quote that you either live by or you've read recently that really motivates you? Well, for a long while, my quote was, do or do not, there is no try, mm. um, which is a Star Wars quote. <laughs> I still like it. I like that. Uh, that is such a nerdy quote. Star Wars. Um, there's so many quotes. I can't even think about them, but I, I have them all written down. Mm. Oh, so do you have a book of quotes? No. Um, I usually screenshot quotes, put them in a folder, um, and then I have like a running dock of quotes that I go mm. to. So you go when you're feeling like you need a little bit of motivation or? No, I just feel like I just have them in a little space. It's almost as if they're stored energy, Mm. sort of. Stored energy. And then whenever you want to access that energy, you just pull it up. Yeah. That's awesome. I think, I mean, I think you, it's, it's, it's hard out there being an independent filmmaker. Um, It's hard being an entrepreneur. Mm. Um, it's, it's a lot, it's, it's, it can be taxing. So you have to keep fresh and motivated and motivation is the only thing that's going to get you through because, you know, there's a lot of people all doing the same thing that you're doing. And the only difference is that you're not going to give up. That's right. That's the only difference. Perseverance. Perseverance is the only thing that's going to save you. You can be the most talented filmmaker, but if you never get the film out, mm-hmm. nobody sees it. Who's going to know about you? And you might have like 10 no's before you have one maybe. Oh, girl, I'm so tired of no's, but whatever. It's like, great, thanks, next. Right. You got to keep going. Yeah, I don't even, I don't even take no's personally anymore. No's are, no's are not personal. The yes is going to come when it's supposed to come. Mm-hmm. No's are next. Exactly. Oh, I like that. Hey, yes. Motivational quote. That's no's right. No. Who started that? Just remember that you oh, heard Lord. that on People Outsiders. Try to take credit. Julia Curtis Burns. Just know that Sakia S- Dorsey. Sakia said, "No is next." What? <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, thank you so much that's, for that's how that's how the story went. Don't you let Julia try to take no is next. She tried to take okay, my quote. That's my quote. <laughs> Put my name on that. Boom. That's how they do it in Hollywood. Steal your ideas. Yeah, steal my ideas so quick, right? Sorry. Anyway, thank you're you so much. For what? You're a good collaborator. Oh, thank you. I really enjoyed this. So thank you so much for being on awesome. the podcast. We'll be back next week. Shout with out to another... Outsiders. Please follow us on. Yeah. The Revival Movie Instagram. Tell your friends. Add us. We have some really cool stuff. We're always paying homage to the people that came before us. Mm. Those are so important. Um, and we're always celebrating women that are here with us now. So follow us. Follow us on Twitter, Revival Poetry. And definitely follow us on the Facebook. 
Shout out to Facebook. Thank you, Facebook, uh, the revival <laughs> movie. Um, and we're going to be posting all of our upcoming events very soon. And yeah, just keep in contact. Yeah, keep in contact. And I'll also put her information in the notes. But in the meantime, remember, no is next. And stay awesome, stay positive, and be you. See you next time. Bye. Bye.